0: Chapters twenty three through twenty five of Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marian Martin. Irenaeus Against Heresies, Book One. Translated by Alexander Roberts and William H. Rombo. Chapter twenty three. Doctrines and Practices of Simon Magus and Menander 1. Simon the Samaritan was that magician of whom Luke, the disciple and follower of the Apostles, says, But there was a certain man, Simon by name, who before time used magical arts in that city, and led astray the people of Sumeria, declaring that he himself was some great one, to whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, this is the power of god which is called great and to him they had regard because that of long time he had driven them mad by his sorceries this simon then who feigned faith supposing that the apostles themselves performed their cures by the art of magic and not by the power of god and with respect to their filling with the holy ghost through the imposition of hands those that believed in god through him who was preached by them namely christ jesus suspecting that even this was done through a kind of greater knowledge of magic and offering money to the apostles thought he too might receive this power of bestowing the holy spirit on whomsoever he would was addressed in these words by peter thy money perish with thee because thou hast thought that the gift of god can be purchased with money thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter for thy heart is not right in the sight of god for i perceive that thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity he then not putting faith in god a whit the more set himself eagerly to contend against the apostles in order that he himself might seem to be a wonderful being and applied himself with still greater zeal to the study of the whole magic art that he might the better bewilder and overpower multitudes of men such was his procedure in the reign of claudius caesar by whom also he is said to have been honoured with a statue on account of his magical power this man then was glorified by many as if he were a god and he taught that it was himself who appeared among the jews as the son but descended in samaria as the father while he came to other nations in the character of the holy spirit he represented himself in a word as being the loftiest of all powers that is the being who is the father over all and he allowed himself to be called by whatsoever title men were pleased to address him two now this simon of samaria from whom all sorts of heresies derive their origin formed his sect out of the following materials having redeemed from slavery at tyre a city of phoenicia a certain woman named helena he was in the habit of carrying her about with him declaring that this woman was the first conception of his mind the mother of all by whom in the beginning he conceived in his mind the thought of forming angels and archangels for this Ennoia, leaping forth from him and comprehending the will of her father descended to the lower regions of space and generated angels and powers by whom also he declared this word was formed but after she had produced them she was detained by them through motives of jealousy because they were unwilling to be looked upon as the progeny of any other being as to himself they had no knowledge of him whatever but his innoia was detained by those powers and angels who had been produced by her she suffered all kinds of contumely from them so that she could not return upwards to her father but was even shut up in a human body and for ages passed in succession from one female body to another as from vessel to vessel she was for example in that helen on whose account the trojan war was undertaken For whose sake also Stesichorus was struck blind, because he had cursed her in his verses, but afterwards, repenting and writing what are called palinodes, in which he sang her praise, he was restored to sight. Thus she, passing from body to body, and suffering insults in every one of them, at last became a common prostitute, and she it was that was meant by the lost sheep. 3. For this purpose, then, he had come that he might win her first, and free her from slavery while he conferred salvation upon men by making himself known to them for since the angels ruled the world ill because each one of them coveted the principal power for himself he had come to amend matters and had descended transfigured and assimilated the powers and principalities and angels so that he might appear among men to be a man while yet he was not a man and that thus he was thought to have suffered in judea when he had not suffered moreover the prophets uttered their predictions under the inspiration of those angels who formed the world for which reason those who placed their trust in him and helena no longer regarded them but as being free live as they please for men are saved through his grace and not on account of their own righteous actions for such deeds are not righteous in the nature of things but by mere accident just as those angels who made the world have thought fit to constitute them seeking by means of such precepts to bring men into bondage on this account he pledged himself that the world should be dissolved and that those who were his should be freed from the rule of them who made the world for thus then the mystic priests belonging to this sect both lead profligate lives and practise magical arts each one to the extent of his ability they use exorcisms and incantations love-potions too and charms as well as those beings who are called barredri familiars and oniropompi, pompey dream-senders and whatever other curious arts can be had recourse to are eagerly pressed into their service they also have an image of simon fashioned after the likeness of jupiter and another of helena in the shape of minerva and these they worship in fine they have a name derived from simon the author of these most impious doctrines being called simonians and from them knowledge falsely so called received its beginning as one may learn even from their own assertions Five, the successor of this man was menander also a samaritan by birth and he too was a perfect adept in the practice of magic he affirms that the primary power continues unknown to all but that he himself is the person who has been sent forth from the presence of the invisible beings as a saviour for the deliverance of men the world was made by angels whom like simon he maintains to have been produced by annoyer he gives too as he affirms by means of that magic which he teaches knowledge to this effect that one may overcome those very angels that made the world for his disciples obtained the resurrection by being baptized into him and can die no more, but remain in the possession of immortal youth. Chapter 24 Doctrines of Saturninus and Basilides 1. Arising among these men, Saturninus, who was of that Antioch which is near Daphne, and Basilides, laid hold of some favourable opportunities, and promulgated different systems of doctrine, the one in Syria, the other at Alexandria. Saturninus, like Menander, set forth one father unknown to all who made angels archangels powers and potentates the world again and all things therein were made by a certain company of seven angels man too was the workmanship of angels a shining image bursting forth below from the presence of the supreme power and when they could not he says keep hold of this because it immediately darted upwards again they exhorted each other saying let us make man after our image and likeness he was accordingly formed yet was unable to stand erect through the inability of the angels to convey to him that power but wriggled on the ground like a worm then the power above taking pity upon him since he was made after his likeness sent forth a spark of life which gave man an erect posture compacted his joints and made him live he declares therefore that this spark of life after the death of a man returns to those things which are of the same nature with itself and the rest of the body is decomposed into its original elements two he has also laid it down as a truth that the saviour was without birth without body and without figure but was by supposition a visible man and he maintained that the god of the jews was one of the angels and on this account because all the powers wished to annihilate his father christ came to destroy the god of the jews but to save such as believe in him that is those who possess the spark of his life this heretic was the first to affirm that two kinds of men were formed by the angels the one wicked and the other good and since the demons assist the most wicked the saviour came for the destruction of evil men and of the demons but for the salvation of the good they declare also that marriage and generation are from satan many of those too who belong to his school abstain from animal food and draw away multitudes by a rain temperance of this kind. They hold, moreover, that some of the prophecies were uttered by those angels who made the world, and some by Satan, whom Saturninus represents as being himself an angel, the enemy of the creators of the world, but especially of the God of the Jews. 3. Basilides, again, that he may appear to have discovered something more sublime and plausible, gives an immense development to his doctrines. He sets forth that nous was first born of the unborn father that from him again was born logos from logos phronesis from phronesis sophia and dynamis and from dynamis and sophia the powers and principalities and angels whom he also calls the first and that by them the first heaven was made then other powers being formed by emanation from these created another heaven similar to the first and in like manner when others again had been formed by emanation from them corresponding exactly to those above them these two framed another third heaven and then from this third in downward order there was a fourth succession of descendants and so on after the same fashion they declare that more and more principalities and angels were formed and three hundred and sixty-five heavens wherefore the year contains the same number of days in conformity with the number of the heavens Four, those angels who occupy the lowest heaven that namely which is visible to us formed all the things which are in the world and made allotments among themselves of the earth and of those nations which are upon it the chief of them is he who is thought to be the god of the jews and inasmuch as he desired to render the other nations subject to his own people that is the jews all the other princes resisted and opposed him wherefore all other nations were at enmity with his nation but the father without birth and without name perceiving that they would be destroyed sent his own first-begotten noose. he it is who is called christ to bestow deliverance on them that believe in him from the power of those who made the world he appeared then on earth as a man to the nations of these powers and wrought miracles wherefore he did not himself suffer death but simon a certain man of cyrene being compelled bore the cross in his stead so that this latter being transfigured by him that he might be thought to be jesus was crucified through ignorance and error while jesus himself received the form of simon and standing by laughed at them for since he was an incorporeal power and the noose mind of the unborn father he transfigured himself as he pleased and thus ascended to him who had sent him deriding them inasmuch as he could not be laid hold of and was invisible to all those then who know these things have been freed from the principalities who formed the world so that it is not incumbent on us to confess him who was crucified but him who came in the form of a man and was thought to be crucified and was called jesus and was sent by the father that by this dispensation he might destroy the works of the makers of the world if any one therefore he declares confesses the crucified that man is still a slave and under the power of those who formed our bodies but he who denies him has been freed from these beings and is acquainted with the dispensation of the unborn father. 5. Salvation belongs to the soul alone, for the body is by nature subject to corruption. He declares, too, that the prophecies were derive from those powers who were the makers of the world, but the law was especially given by their chief, who led the people out of the land of Egypt. He attaches no importance to the question regarding meats offered in sacrifice to idols, thinks them of no consequence, and makes use of them without any hesitation he holds also the use of other things and the practice of every kind of lust a matter of perfect indifference these men moreover practice magic and use images incantations invocations and every other kind of curious art coining also certain names as if they were those of the angels they proclaim some of these as belonging to the first and others to the second heaven and then they strive to set forth the names principles angels and powers of the three hundred and sixty-five imagined heavens they also affirm that the barbarous name in which the saviour ascended and descended is kolakau six he then who has learned these things and known all the angels and their causes is rendered invisible and incomprehensible to the angels and all the powers even as kolakau also was and as the sun was unknown to all so must they also be known by no one but while they know all and pass through all, they themselves remain invisible, and unknown to all. For, Do thou, they say, know all, but let nobody know thee. For this reason, persons of such a persuasion are also ready to recant their opinions. Yea, rather it is impossible that they should suffer on account of a mere name, since they are like to all. The multitude, however, cannot understand these matters, but only one out of a thousand, or two out of ten thousand, they declare that they are no longer jews and that they are not yet christians and that it is not at all fitting to speak openly of their mysteries but right to keep them secret by preserving silence seven they make out the local position of the three hundred and sixty-five heavens in the same way as do mathematicians for accepting the theorems of these latter they have transferred them to their own type of doctrine they hold that their chief is abraxas and on this account THAT WORD CONTAINS IN ITSELF THE NUMBERS AMOUNTING TO 365. CHAPTER 25 DOCTRINES OF CARPOCRATES 1. CARPOCRATES AGAIN, AND HIS FOLLOWERS, MAINTAIN THAT THE WORLD AND THE THINGS WHICH ARE THEREIN WERE CREATED BY ANGELS GREATLY inferior TO THE UNBEGOTTEN GOD. THEY ALSO HOLD THAT JESUS WAS THE SON OF JOSEPH, AND WAS JUST LIKE OTHER MEN, WITH THE EXCEPTION THAT HE DIFFERED FROM THEM IN THIS RESPECT that inasmuch as his soul was steadfast and pure he perfectly remembered those things which he had witnessed within the sphere of the unbegotten god on this account a power descended upon him from the father that by means of it he might escape from the creators of the world and they say that it after passing through them all and remaining in all points free ascended again to him and to the powers which in the same way embraced like things to itself they further declare that the soul of jesus although educated in the practices of the jews regarded these with contempt and that for this reason he was endowed with faculties by means of which he destroyed those passions which dwelt in men as a punishment for their sins two the soul therefore which is like that of christ can despise those rulers who were the creators of the world and in like manner receives power from accomplishing the same results this idea has raised them to such a pitch of pride that some of them declare themselves similar to jesus while others still more mighty maintain that they are superior to his disciples such as peter and paul and the rest of the apostles whom they consider to be in no respect inferior to jesus for their souls descending from the same sphere as his and therefore despising in like manner the creators of the world are deemed worthy of the same power and again depart to the same place but if any one shall have despised the things in this world more than he did, he thus proves himself superior to him. 3. They practice also magical arts and incantations, filters also, and love potions, and have recourse to familiar spirits, dream-sending demons and other abominations, declaring that they possess power to rule over, even now, the princes and formers of this world, and not only them, but also all things that are in it, these men even as the gentiles have been set forth by satan to bring dishonour upon the church so that in one way or another men hearing the things which they speak and imagining that we all are such as they may turn away their ears from the preaching of the truth or again seeing the things they practise may speak evil of us all who have in fact no fellowship with them either in doctrine or in morals or in our daily conduct but they lead a licentious life and to conceal their impious doctrines they abuse the name of christ as a means of hiding their wickedness so that their condemnation is just when they receive from god a recompense suited to their works four so unbridled is their madness that they declare they have in their power all things which are irreligious and impious and are at liberty to practise them for they maintain that things are evil or good simply in virtue of human opinion they deem it necessary therefore that by means of transmigration from body to body soul should have experience of every kind of life as well as every kind of action unless indeed by a single incarnation one may be able to prevent any need for others by once for all and with equal completeness doing all those things which we dare not either speak or hear of nay which we must not even conceive in our thoughts nor think credible if any such thing is mooted among those persons who are our fellow-citizens in order that as their writing express it their souls having made trial of every kind of life may at their departure not be wanting in any particular it is necessary to insist upon this lest on account of some one thing being still wanting to their deliverance they should be compelled once more to become incarnate they affirm that for this reason jesus spoke the following parable whilst thou art with thine adversary in the way give all diligence that thou mayest be delivered from him lest he give thee up to the judge and the judge surrender thee to the officer and he cast thee into prison verily i say unto thee thou shalt not go out thence until thou pay the very last farthing they also declare the adversary is one of those angels who are in the world whom they call the devil maintaining that he was formed for this purpose, that he might lead those souls which have perished from the world to the supreme ruler. They describe him also as being chief among the makers of the world, and maintain that he delivers such souls, as have been mentioned, to another angel, who ministers to him, that he may shut them up in other bodies. For they declare that the body is a prison. Again they interpret these expressions, Thou shalt not go out thence until thou pay the very last farthing as meaning that no one can escape from the power of those angels who made the world but that he must pass from body to body until he has experience of every kind of action which can be practised in this world and when nothing is longer wanting to him then his liberated soul should soar upwards to that god who is above the angels the makers of the world in this way also all souls are saved whether their own which, guarding against all delay, participate in all sorts of actions during one incarnation, or those again who, by passing from body to body, are set free on fulfilling and accomplishing what is requisite in every form of life into which they ascend, so that at length they shall no longer be shut in the body. 5. And thus, if ungodly, unlawful, and forbidden actions are committed among them, I can no longer find ground for believing them to be such, and in their writings we read as follows the interpretation which they give of their views declaring that jesus spoke in a mystery to his disciples and apostles privately and that they requested and obtained permission to hand down the things thus taught them to others who should be worthy and believing we are saved indeed by means of faith and love but all other things while in their nature indifferent are reckoned by the opinion of men some good and some evil there being nothing really evil by nature six others of them employ outward marks branding their disciples inside the lobe of the right ear from among these also arose marcellina who came to rome under the episcopate of anicetus and holding these doctrines she led multitudes astray they style themselves gnostics they also possess images some of them painted and others formed from different kinds of material While they maintain that a likeness of Christ was made by Pilate at that time when Jesus lived among them, they crown these images and set them up along with the images of the philosophers of the world, that is to say, with the images of Pythagoras and Plato and Aristotle and the rest. They have also other modes of honouring these images, after the same manner of the Gentiles. End of book one, chapters twenty three through twenty five.